This is Retirement Radio with Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Eric provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Radio with Eric Cheek. Hello and welcome back to Retirement Radio. This is Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. Now, if any point during the show you want more information, feel free to give us a call at 775-674-2222 or visit us online on the old interweb. We're at nvretirementplanners.com. Now, if you're on my website, click the radio page. You can check out past shows and you could subscribe to our show on iTunes or Google Play. Now, just like any relationship, me and the audience, communication is the key to any relationship. However, it might be especially critical in a marriage. It might not be the most fun subject, but today we're going to utilize a Barron's article from uh, just a month ago in December, five retirement issues couples need to talk about now. Gave me a great idea to do a show on this, and we're going to use some other resources as well, but that's where we got the idea for today's show, retirement issues couples need to talk about now. Wow. It sounds like, Eric, it sounds like a show that I'm debating. Do I want my wife to listen to this one? Maybe I should give her a call and tell her to tune in, right? Well, um, I think it's better to have an awkward or stressful conversation, if that's what it is, now to deal with potentially harmful consequences later. So we're talking about retirement, we're talking about finances. So let's keep it in context. Uh, And the issues raised in the barons.com article uh, are very common issues that retirees face, like social security planning, when to file for benefits. Uh, Barons mentions that there's extra benefits available if you delay filing for social security and and if you're married uh, you certainly want to factor this uh, into the equation Uh, in fact up to eight percent extra in social security benefits each year in fact Uh, so when you file is definitely an issue to discuss with your spouse especially if there's a large difference in your earnings history one spouse uh, had a more uh, financially rewarding career than the other. Uh, oftentimes it could be just as simple as uh, the wife maybe uh, didn't have as much earnings because she raised a family or had years out of the workforce with small children. So uh, if there's a difference in earnings history, that can be a good reason to really dive into this subject. Sure. And why is earnings history so important? Well, uh, you know, if you have a spouse with higher earnings history, uh, they'll also leave behind a a higher widow's benefit. So this larger benefit could help offset some of the loss of income from the loss of income that comes when you move from two Social Security checks as a married couple to one. Uh, Yeah, this this topic is tough, Tony. We've already uh, started a fight with couples and we've already killed off one of the spouses just in the first five minutes. (laughs) Wow, (laughs) this is a tough one. (laughs) This is why it's stressful and we should have this conversation now. Now, I know we just added death to this already stressful conversation, but it really serves to underscore the importance 
of this discussion. And uh, since it can potentially impact your spouse, even after you have moved on, that's why we want to uh, have this discussion now. Yeah. Well, and it's funny, this topic is is an interesting one. People often put off those tough financial conversations with their uh, a spouse or a significant other, uh, but to get it done and over with will give you that peace of mind. Then you don't have to worry about it. And you know, they say, Eric, that the number one cause uh, for divorce and stress in marriage are financial matters. And that's mm-hmm. just one more reason why people need to work with somebody like yourself. And if they come to you as a couple and they manage all their finances as a couple and work with a financial planner like yourself, uh, they can avoid those pitfalls, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, a lot of these things are avoidable. Yeah. And so uh, if we have the knowledge, the education, the know-how, and uh, the ability to uh, change the dynamics of retirement yeah. now uh, to where someone has a, a, a better retirement down the road, that's yeah. what we're all about. Yeah. And I can see how you were talking about Social Security uh, and making sure that you had a good benefit for your spouse after one of you passes. Uh, mm-hmm. I can see how that would be important, even if it's uncomfortable. I- I'm hoping the next point you have for us is a little more comfy. Fingers crossed, right? Right. Well, it all depends on your point of view. So, uh, you know, another retirement conversation that couples should have is exactly when to retire. Now, I know this spurs a lot of discussion because people will have different ideas, uh, especially if there's an age gap. Uh, I mean, ideally with me, I would have uh, married a younger woman and I retire at 60 or 65 and she's 20 years younger and she works and supports (laughs) me in retirement. Sure. Yeah, right. That's your dream. Anyway. yeah. Yeah. That's my my dream or my nightmare. But uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but, you know, there, there are couples that have age differences and it definitely uh, plays into this uh, and it can definitely have uh, consequences for both the older and the younger spouse. So I suppose uh, the reason is the younger spouse will have to plan for a longer retirement if they both want to retire at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, if the younger member of the couple is 55 and the older is 65 and they both retire when the oldest turns 65, uh, the younger member of the couple will need potentially 40 plus years of retirement income. Wow. Yeah. And and here's something, too. Uh, if uh, uh, the older spouse passed away, there's not even Social Security benefits available until the younger spouse reaches 60. Uh, so that's something that needs to be discussed and, and planned for as well. So um, there, there's an article from the Wall Street Journal that was entitled Why You Shouldn't Retire When Your Spouse Does. And it breaks down that, uh, that staggering the retirement ages might actually be financially helpful. Okay. So uh, what are some of those uh, benefits then of staggering your retirement dates? Well, there's a there, there's a potential, uh, you know, financial incentive from higher Social Security checks to lower health insurance premiums to potential protection against market volatility uh, with months or years of additional earnings uh, and months and years of additional contributions to retirement savings. So uh, th- there's some incentives that uh, maybe that younger spouse should maybe work uh, a, a little bit longer uh, and not retire at, at, at such a young age. So those are some of the, the, the potential things to be considering about that. 
Uh, our time is uh, almost up for this first segment. Uh, we have a little bit of time left here. Is there anything you want to add before we take a break? Yeah, there was one additional thing I I, I, uh, I failed to mention as well. Even if couples are the same age, the mortality rates of men and women differ. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so, uh, you know, men, we usually, you know, according to Social Security, about eight times out of 10, we pass away before our female counterparts. Now, some of my older clients would say it's because we want to, but I'm not going to go there. I'm just going to say it's a reality. Okay. Okay. Now, okay. So, so if, and then, uh, Social Security also says that a, a female typically will outlive her male counterpart by approximately six to eight years. Okay. So even if we're the same age and, and eight times out of 10, the male passes away first. You got to think about the female uh, living for another eight years, potentially on reduced income. Now just add that potential eight years to someone who's 10 years younger. And so uh, that's a lot of years to make up for. If you have a couple that has an age spread of 10 years where the, the wife is 10 years younger than the husband, it's just a lot of time to allow for income over her lifetime. So uh, there's just a lot of things to uh, th that go into this. So it's a conversation that I think couples need to have. And it's one that if you need someone to moderate or help you through this, give me a call, set up a consultation. Uh, our number is 775-674-2222. Uh, we can jump right into this discussion and, uh, and keep it uh, uh, in a positive note uh, and, and work through these issues so we don't have to address them later when there's no time to make any uh, adjustments. Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Income Toolkit from Nevada Retirement Planners now by going to nvretirementplanners.com or by calling us at 775-674-2222. Welcome back to Retirement Radio. This is Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. Now, if any point during the show, I mentioned this before we went to break. Uh, if you have any questions or concerns, give us a call at 775 674 2222 set up a complimentary consultation or visit us online at nvretirementplanners.com now today's topic is retirement conversations for couples so we've talked about uh, when to retire when to file for social security uh, our resources for today are the barons article from december of 2018 it was titled five retirement issues couples need to talk about now I also uh, drew from an article that was recently in the Wall Street Journal entitled, Why You Shouldn't Retire When Your Spouse Does. So we just talked a little bit about age disparity and how that can work against couples uh, and some other things we're going to get into as well. Yeah. In fact, what is the next topic on your list there, Eric, for couples to discuss? Well, I'll tell you a trend that I'm seeing. Uh, you know, working with retirees for 20 plus years, I'm seeing more and more folks that are doing uh, partial retirements. They're becoming more and more common. Uh, you know, some retirement individuals will use it as a way to stay active. Uh, they transition into retirement uh, to add 
additional savings or to cover income while they delay filing for Social Security. So if a retiree hasn't worked for 35 years, for example, they may want to continue working even part time. We have a, a lot of that around here because in our area of Northern Nevada, we have so many activities that that uh, partial retirees can engage in. They can ski, uh, they can golf, they can fish, they can hunt. And so, uh, you know, I've mentioned to you, Tony, before that, you know, I'd, I'd love to be a ski instructor at one of the local resorts when I retire. So it keeps me active, keeps me, yeah. uh, you know, uh, exercising and engaging with people and all that. So that could be something. And, and I know I've had clients that have done the same thing. So that's what we're talking about. You maybe do something that, uh, was it really in your realm when you were a full-time worker bee? Something fun maybe that you want to do that brings in a little income. So that's a partial retiree. Um, and it can also, uh, you know, just add more uh, years to your retirement, more money into the uh, the kitty, as it were. And, uh, and it also delays you from potentially taking money from retirement accounts. Sure. Uh, and that's a key too. You, you want to hold off on that as long as possible. What about health care? I imagine that has a big impact on whether people need to continue to work considering the cost of uh, health care these days. Yeah. So just think about, you know, our, our little case study couple where uh, one is 65 and the other is 55. Well, the one that is 65, they qualify for Medicare. So that checks a big box there. Uh, but what about the underage spouse that's 55? What are they going to do for health care? Uh, does their former employer allow them to stay on uh, via COBRA for you know, uh, 18 months or 36 months? Uh, are they going to have to go out into the individual market and try and find individual insurance, which could be expensive for a 55, 56 year old? Uh, and, and as they age, uh, not yet eligible for Medicare, the healthcare costs are expected to just go up every year. So that definitely comes in, you know, and obviously Medicare is the bridge for people who are 65 or over, but healthcare is such a major discussion for couples. Uh, a lot of times it's just like having a house payment. Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a large payment unless they have a real high deductible to get down to the medical payment, but um, it's definitely something that needs to be planned on and it needs to be discussed. Uh, and so uh, uh, it, 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 if you don't have this discussion, before you retire, you're going to really not like uh, the landscape of retirement uh, if this comes as a surprise to you after you retire. Right. And, uh, you know, those surprises, they sneak up on you. Uh, so do you have any tools that you utilize with your clients? I know you do. You have a lot of resources uh, to help people that you work with uh, with all of this, right? Yeah, we one of the little tools we use for retirees is is we have a, a journal. It's called From the Heart Journal, and it's a tool for our clients to help uh, categorize and complete all their financial information and have it located in one place. Uh, once complete, this journal uh, it can provide critical information, uh, for example, for dependent children if they have them, or just children that are that are uh, adults, uh, insurance policies, important document locations, where's uh, the wills, the trusts, where's all uh, mom and dad's account information, uh, what might be their final wishes uh, for burial or, or funeral, what, what have it. Um, and we also may work with your uh, attorney to make sure that all these planning decisions are, are correctly completed and even your independent tax uh, or legal advisor, as it were. Right. And so 
Uh, obviously, uh, I know the From the Heart Journal is very helpful when you're putting together all that different information. So that's a really great resource for people. And uh, especially as a couple to do it together, it helps that conversation along, I would assume. Boy, does it ever, you know, because it doesn't personalize it. It doesn't make it one person doing this. Um, and, and it fosters conversation because a lot of couples, believe it or not, even couples that have been around a long time, they, they don't want to have these uncomfortable conversations uh, regarding death. I mean, I certainly don't want to think about the death of my spouse. And But, but what do you do? What are their wishes? Uh, do they want to be cremated? Do they want to be remembered in a certain way? Um, my friends all know that, you know, if I ever get diagnosed with cancer, I'm busting loose with a huge party right then and there. Um, let's get it over with right now. Let's have a big party because when I'm gone, uh, it won't be a time to have a, uh, a party. So, but the, these tools like this, come th th this, uh, from the heart journal, that's exactly what it does is it, it can help get the conversation started, which in a lot of people is, is, is just what they need. Uh, so we don't procrastinate on these decisions and these discussions. Yeah, agreed. That's that's great advice. So um, it sounds like um, uh, our next topic, what are we talking about here? Uh, relocating is on the list, right? Housing and retirement? That is. Yeah. It, and it happens. You know, we get a lot of people that either relocate uh, to northern Nevada from, say, our next door neighbors in California. Uh, and then I have clients that uh, may have a second home. They may uh like to snowbird in a in a in a warmer climate during the winter. So yeah, uh, you know, retirees these days they move around. They don't all uh, just sit on the front porch and watch the world go by. So uh, and, and and so this is another topic of discussion. We often uh, stereotypically think of retirees, you know, moving to Florida, Arizona. Uh, but according to this Barron's article in 2016, which is the most recent year uh, that's available for the data, more than 84,000 retired people moved to the state of Florida. That is just crazy. That is a lot of folks, uh, probably folks from the northeastern states uh, that just head south as soon as they retire. Uh, uh, and can you blame them? Uh, right well, now, they're having yeah. blizzards out there. The airports are closed. It's minus and, below zero temps, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it hurts the bowling leagues in the winter when everybody moves to Florida. But uh, the folks that move down to, to neither weather, I'm sure they appreciate it. Well, yeah, it's the classic retirement dream, retiring to Florida with all the sunshine, the shorts, the pink flamingos on the lawn. Uh, yeah. That, that's what a lot of people do. <laughs> yeah, but there's a surprise twist. Uh, now, according to the same report uh, that Barron's did, these retirees might actually have been happier if they hadn't moved to that land of sunshine and flamingos. Ah, well, uh, that's in, that would be an interesting twist. I want to hear more about that. That would surprise me. But we do have to take a quick break first. We'll talk about that in our next segment. Eric, is there anything you want to add before we take the break? Well, I hope the, that our show so far will foster discussion about these issues here. And if you need help with the planning process, uh, we're truly here to uh, help. Uh, we love providing our clients with the knowledge and the know-how uh, 
that they'll have a comfortable retirement that they've worked so hard for. So give us a call at 775-674-2222 to set up a complimentary consultation or visit us at nvretirementplanners.com. Throughout our working years, we attempt to accumulate as many eggs as possible into our retirement nest. Unfortunately, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where their retirement assets should be invested. At Nevada Retirement Planners, we have put together a simple way for you to group your retirement assets. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download a complimentary color of money report at nvretirementplanners.com or call us today at 775-674-2222. Welcome back to Retirement Radio. This is Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. Now, I mentioned if any point during the show you want to learn more information, feel free to give us a call at 775-674-2222. Now, today's topic in retirement uh, is conversations for couples. We've been referring to the Barron's article from last month, December 2018, five retirement issues couples need to talk about now. And we also uh, are using a reference article that was recently published in the Wall Street Journal, Why You Shouldn't Retire When Your Spouse Does. In our last segment, we talked about a surprise twist, which came from this Barron's article named Retirees Are Happier When They Don't Relocate. Well, Eric, that twist caught me off guard. I mean, you always hear how great it is in Florida or Arizona or obviously right there, parts of uh, right here in Nevada. But, uh, you know, Florida, no income tax, pleasant weather, lots of famous locations. Uh, I would think people would be thrilled. Well, you know, uh, according to the National Bureau of Economic Research and several of their researchers, they worked on a long paper, Happiness at Different Ages, and the Social Context Matters. Uh, that was the title of the paper. And they found that long-term city residents had a higher level of life satisfaction than short-term city residents. And the difference in satisfaction level was most notable among older folks, those 65 and older. Wow. And I can tell you from a, a very good friend of mine, this is what he discovered, uh, he and his wife, uh, they relocated to uh, Scottsdale, Arizona three years ago. So they've been down there three years. Now the weather, it goes without saying that, that you know, winter time with uh, the weather in the seventies uh, almost every day is is a wonderful thing. Right. No snow, no yeah. cold weather and all like that. that. And so I've checked in with them. I went down and visited them last year. And uh, uh, this is what they relayed to me. Now, they bought a a beautiful condominium on a golf course. And so they can golf every day, just steps from the golf course. But he said, uh, he told me, he goes, Eric, he goes, we screwed up where we bought our place. And I said, why is that? I go, you got a, a beautiful place that overlooks a golf course and you can ride bicycles on bike paths to go to restaurants and whatnot. And he goes, well, he goes, um, we're not in an adult community and we didn't realize how important that was. And and the problem is, is everyone in our, our complex, they're still young and they work. And so every day, all the residents move out and uh, myself and his wife, Jen, Jennifer, uh, you know, we're here by ourselves. So he goes, we haven't met anybody. Uh, and, and, 
and we screwed up. That's the purpose of these older communities where they, they, uh, you know, these planned retirement communities is, is you develop social connections with new people. And he goes, we've just found it hard to meet new friends. Yeah. And so we miss our friends so much. And of course their family still lives here, their kids and, and grandkids. And we goes, we didn't, we didn't realize how important that was. And so I thought, wow, that is really good information, but it ties into this article, uh, that was done by the national Bureau of economic research. And, and so, uh, those social ties to community are, are very important with our life satisfaction. Right. So you're saying that in some cases, people who don't relocate might be more satisfied when li- with life than individuals who do relocate to the land of sunshine and pink flamingos on the lawn. Yeah. It, you know, the study just points to living in an area for a long period of time. It, it may result in stronger connections uh, with the community, with uh, family, with friends, yeah. uh, with social clubs. And this is really true for individuals who live in one place for 10 years or more. Uh, so in spite of tax advantages, weather, even the pink flamingo, I would just love to have a pink flamingo. I might put one out in my <laughs> right. yard with the snow yeah. that's out there oh, right now just to, be, just, to be, just to be defiant, you know. <laughs> um, but it, it may take up to 10 years for a new place to truly feel like home. Yeah. Now, certainly that's not the case for everybody. Some people, as soon as they move somewhere, they're just, oh, I'm so happy I've moved. But mm-hmm. uh, this was a pretty extensive study and it covered a lot of older people, not younger people. And just think about it. You know, younger people, when they relocate, they're going to socialize just with a new uh, work environment. Right. You're going to meet people and get engaged in that. But if you're retired uh, and you don't have uh, those type of obligations, where are you going to meet uh, other folks? It might be harder than you think. Yeah, I would imagine. And I think it makes sense what you're saying, that community and and connections and family uh, would be more powerful than a plastic bird statue on the lawn. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and another topic to discuss uh, that, that's important uh, uh, before retirement is how a couple will spend their time. Uh, and, and this is one as well that I see it existing clients and, and uh, uh, clients that have retired and been retired a few years. Uh, it's a huge adjustment. It could be a large adjustment for couples uh, to suddenly find themselves without a routine. Uh, and potentially more time together. Uh, how do the routines work? What time is set aside for you know personal pursuits? What time do we spend together? Uh, it's so important for couples to discuss how they're gonna adapt. Uh, what kind of new routines will they have? How are their roles going to be identified? How will their roles change? Um, they could be drastically different than their pre-retirement lives. Yeah. Well, and I know what a challenge it can be when suddenly you're both at home or everybody's at home and getting in each other's way. It can be chaotic, right? Yeah, like when the holidays come around, yeah, you know, you, exactly. you dream about it all year and then when it unfolds, you're like, oh my God, what a nightmare. I forgot my brother doesn't get along with uh, <laughs> right. cousin so-and-so, you know, and you're going, oh yeah, yep. great. And they've been drinking too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, those are the things we truly love. So, you know, planning, let's get back to the topic, planning, communication, um, and compromise are, are helpful in avoiding this type of chaos. But planning is also very important for our last topic of the day. This is the one that's just a bummer to talk with, with couples about, but it's a reality. And we're going to talk about long-term care for a minute or two. Again, this may be an uncomfortable topic. I've had clients that when I've 
started this conversation with them, a husband will say, ah, you know, if anything happens to me, my, I, I've just told my wife to go ahead and just, you know, give me an overdose of sleeping pills or something. Oh, no. You know, they say that casually, but oh no, Tony, that's not the way it works. No. You know, our, our instinct to live overpowers everything. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, you're not going to take your loving spouse and take them to the vet and have them put down when they're of no use, like a dog. You know, you just doesn't happen that way. You care for them, yep. uh, even as their health is failing. And so, we need to address these issues of long-term care while we're younger and we're healthier, and we can make uh, important decisions that are not under duress. Yeah. Uh, and and plan on how this is going to work. Yep. Are we going to get insurance? Or are we going to set aside a certain amount of money uh, for this, uh, you know, potential expense? And and uh, if something happens to one or both of us, how are we going to proceed? How are our lives going to look uh, like that? Yeah. Well, and I think it's been a great discussion. Unfortunately, we're out of time. It just flew by, Eric. Uh, is there anything else you want to add today before we have to go? Yeah, I just want to uh, encourage our listeners to visit our website at nvretirementplanners.com. Don't delay. Don't be the procrastination nation that waits until the last minute to make any of these planning decisions. Do it while you can, while your health allows you to. And if you need help with this discussion, let me be the moderator. Let me walk you through it. Give me a call at the office. Set up a complimentary consultation. Our number here is 775 674 2222. Look forward to seeing you in the near future. Listeners, that does it for today's episode of Retirement Radio with our host, Eric Cheek. Thank you for listening to Retirement Radio with Eric Cheek. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Eric Cheek at Nevada Retirement Planners. Call 775 674 2222 or visit their website at nevadaretirementradio.com. Eric Cheek and Nevada Retirement Planners are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.